we cannot live our best lives with one source of income. You might think it's enough, but it's never enough. Welcome to the Livelihood Matters Podcast. I'm your host, Melinda Francois, a business coach, strategist, and project manager. I help people like you to package their unique knowledge and skills to create multiple streams of income and build sustainable online businesses. I've gone from being broke, living paycheck to paycheck, to building a five-figure coaching and consulting company. I did this by overcoming my scarcity thinking, and I've mastered the art of my thoughts, habits, and words to create the life I want for myself. I want to help others to tap into their higher self to create a business they love and to reduce dependency on one stream of income. We each have gifts that can be explored, and this podcast will help you to get the confidence to maximize your potential, to achieve what you want and take the desired actions to accomplish them. I'll be sharing tips on scarcity mindset, generational poverty patterns, business strategy, online marketing, habit building, and content creation. Growth is intentional and does not have to be lonely. And I'm here to help you build generational wealth one step at a time by taking a look at the whole picture. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode on the Livelihood Matters podcast. I am so happy and grateful for the progress we have made thus far. We are already on episode 7 of season 1. Last week, I discussed why you cannot depend on one stream of income and why wanting a safer income cannot be tied to any one job. In today's episode, I want to get real with you and talk about some struggles I have faced when I depended on one stream of income. I also want to tell you about my life and how it changed when I started my side hustles. Oh yes, I've had previous side hustles and having a second stream of income has saved me on so many occasions. Guys, I've lost count. (laughs) So I want to share with you what you can do, how you can get started and some challenges to expect as a beginner. It's a very long topic and we cannot cover everything into this podcast. But in the meanwhile, you're going to need to grab your notebook, grab a pen and pause this podcast episode whenever you need to because you have to take notes. So I'm going to get right into it. Recently, I was having a conversation with a close friend in my circle about job security. So she's a fellow entrepreneur and she's been pushing herself so hard But she mentioned to me that her job is unreliable and they often let go of staff. So I told her this level of uncertainty is really rough, which is why she needs to have a backup. And she agreed, but then she asked me, Melinda, but how? You say create multiple streams of income, but how do you run multiple streams of income? Then she said something that everyone should hear. She said, not everyone is caught out for this, so they certainly need help to navigate. And I was like, hmm, that's the interesting part, you know, girl. But can anyone do it? I believe anyone can do it if they make up their mind. And I went on to tell her, here is the challenge. Most people already feel overwhelmed with their jobs or businesses, or business for that matter. They cannot handle too many things. One of the issues is their mindset about improving their lives. So many people want to improve their lives without working for it. So some say things like, oh, I wish I had a sugar daddy. Oh, I want to be, I want to win big money. Or why can't someone die to leave money for me? And I know you've heard it all. 
what we hardly hear is what can I do to create more income in my life? What habits do I have to change in order to create more time to learn? How can I change my circumstances by adjusting my way of living? So you, you, you hearing these things from people saying, oh, they cannot make my money, they want my money. But they are not thinking of how they can create it themselves. And then you have those who want to create it, but they are scared. They have limiting beliefs. They are convinced that they cannot do more because of how they feel. So they are saying, I am not good at this. I do not have the money to start or someone else is already doing it. And I can go on and on, but let's leave it at this for this. Let's leave it at this for this conversation. And even for this episode, I told her everything you make or everything you start begins in your mind. The way you think about things and the way you feel and react starts from your thoughts. You have the power to change the things around you. And there are people who have earned income from their salary or income from their business. And they have responsibilities like family and expenses. They have school fees. They have medical bills. They have a lot of other unnecessary expenses to pay or even some stuff that are mandatory. But they also have free time. They are involved in so many clubs and activities. They go out a lot. They feel entertainment is a big part of their lives, but they still struggle. And when the going gets tough, they complain about not having sufficient time to create more streams of income. So all I hear are excuses. Nobody said it will not be difficult, but I'm here to tell you that it's possible. And let me give you a short story about my struggles and you know how I... I have overcome my limiting beliefs and stuff I once felt would keep me back. When I was in primary school, <laughs> I'm going way back, I was poor at English and my godmother helped me to improve my writing and comprehension. I went into high school and I decided to push myself so I got better at English, I got a one. Then I went into university and I wanted to further my education. I always told myself that I need to do better. I kept pushing myself even when no one pressured me. I knew I had to do better. I went on to university, I took my loan and I did not know how I was going to pay but I'm telling myself that I have to push and I'm going to find ways to make additional income because I need to repay this loan sooner. So guys, I did not wait or try to figure out how am I going to get money or get somebody to give me money. I was always thinking, how am I going to get the money to do the things that I need to do? I had to sacrifice my time. Instead of relaxing and going on the beach, I had to sacrifice time relaxing on my laptop instead. So I quite relaxing on the laptop. <laughs> and although things didn't work out so quickly and easily, I decided to start right after university to improve my skills to see how I can make my money. I was working a 9 to 5 with a very low salary which could barely cover my needs. At the end of the month, I had to borrow from family and friends and do odd jobs just to get by. I did not have anyone to help me. One time I sold a precious gold chain for $300 just to take care of my needs. And this was in 2013 when I started a lifestyle blog hoping to promote brands. At the time, I had no guidance and I started to feel misaligned. This was a very low moment for me and I told myself I am going to do better. I pushed again until I found another 9 to 5 with a higher paying salary this time. But what happened was the side hustle got sidelined due to the demands of this new job I had just signed. And what happened is 3 years into this job, I started feeling consumed and I had to resign. 
I was struggling financially, so I used that money from that job to invest into my mobile store where I sold clothing and accessories for women. This was my very first side hustle that had, had worked for me. And you know, during that time, I was still assessing where am I going with this, what am I going to do? And I stayed on for a while and this side hustle was able to sustain me. I got a new position. I was so grateful that I had the second income back then. And I was able to cover the cost of my living expenses comfortably until I started a new 9 to 5, which I currently have. But I did not stop there. When I resumed my business, my online business in 2017, I changed my business model and I started doing career and business coaching. So my first client was a referral and I made $1,800 from this client. Luckily, I was just starting off. I realized that I was great at something and people were paying me for it. So I created packages and I planned to do different events and activities. I marketed my business. And guys, this side hustle has since grown to fund my master's degree, to pay for monthly expenses, to cover debt, to help me to live much more comfortably. And it is not easy. I'm still on this journey. I'm driven and I'm staying committed. But at this point, it's all or nothing. So if you really, really want to create another stream of income, here's my advice. I'm going to show you. I'm going to tell you some tips. But first, I have a disclaimer. I just want to say it is not for everyone. These tips are based on my experience, formal training and education, and they are meant to be guidance for anyone looking to start an online business. These are not standard rules and it might not always work for you. If you want to get customized packages or you want one-on-one -on -one support, then sign up for my coaching program by booking a call. The link is in the show notes. I'm going to share how you can get started today with some prep work. Start by going back to the basics. Think of the life you are living right now. Is your desire to create multiple streams of income based on wanting to impress others or to match up to friends? Or is it something you deeply desire to create a life of freedom for you and your family? The reason behind what you do will be the driving force when the going gets tough. So simplicity is the key. And most people try to create three to five streams of income right away. This is not practical and it will literally drain you. So my first thing is start with one. Start with one. I'm going to share some steps that you can do that will help you to get the business going. Step one, identify your skill sets. What skills do you have? I believe that the issue is not knowing your core skill sets and competencies and this can hinder your personal and professional development. So try answering these questions to guide you. What do people ask me for advice for? How creative am I with my hands? Do I commit to something once I get started? What can I talk about for three to five hours nonstop? Where do I find myself researching the most? What do I spend most of my time thinking of? What hobbies do I find myself doing for others for free? Then ask yourself if any of this can lead to a sustainable business. And if you think you can, Think of why you'd like to start a business doing it. Write down your why. Why do you want to do this? List at least three to five reasons why you want to start a business in this particular area. And then think about how will starting this business change your life. In doing so, also think of the freedom to do things on your own time, how it will make you feel, your passion, your purpose, and consider the impact on the life of others.
Step two is to assess your capabilities. So having established why you want to do it, you need to identify how to get there. So do an assessment of what you have in relation to your purpose. And I will tell you this, you can start by doing a SWOT analysis of yourself. A SWOT helps you to align your strengths, weaknesses, look at opportunities and threats that could be aiding or hindering your progress. So your strengths can be, what can you do best? What achievements are you proud of? Which influential groups are you part of? What skills and qualifications do you have that set you apart? Weaknesses will be, where are you lacking? What skills and trainings can be improved? What negative habits do you have? What do you avoid pursuing due to lack of confidence? Opportunities will be, what trends are in your, in, what trends are in your industry? What connections do you have? What new technology can you take advantage of? And threats will be, what obstacles do you face in your career? Who are your competitors? Could your weaknesses turn into threats? Are you restricted by any external factors? Then assess the environment and how it will impact your ability to get there. Step three is packaging it. When you're packaging it up, I want you to focus on three areas. That is first, getting clear on your identity. In order to monetize your passion, you need to know what it is you are doing. Write down where you are great at, what is the one thing you want to be known for, what is the core messaging behind your business, and what problem you will solve. In order to be a successful service provider, a consultant, a coach, a designer, you'll need to have a specific focus. People will be willing to pay high ticket prices if you can help them to solve a specific problem they are facing. Maybe for you, it's helping people create multiple streams of income, just like me. Maybe for you, it can be creating memories through photography and videos or helping people in their career, helping them to get habits that they want incorporated into their life to increase productivity. It can be anything as long as you are solving a problem or catering to a specific need. Then think of what you will sell, what services you will offer around that same topic, how much you will charge for it, and what packages you will have. Will you have Will you have different packages and who you want to work with? And then, who do you sell to? That's where you get creative. What type of people you are catering to? What are the age groups? Are they children? Are they women? What are their interests? What, where do they hang out? What you will do to reach them? And what do you want them to feel when they buy or work with you? Step four is to market your business online. This is usually the toughest part for many people because when they begin their journey, they think they are so good clients will come. Now, yes, clients will come, but it's not just about how good you are. People need to know, like, and trust you before giving you their money. Clients will only buy when they feel you can really help them. I do not want you to think about the fact that there are others in similar things, but remember, you need to build your personal brand online for people to see you and trust you and for you to stand out. This is where you have to start looking on your mindsets, your habits, and figuring out what would make a client choose you over the other. What energy are you selling from? What are you doing differently in your business? Sometimes people expect others to show up or they want to show up when they have a sale or only share tips and tricks, but guys, they never explain behind the scenes or share authentic stories. Nowadays, clients want more than just a fancy graphic or a testimonial for that matter or tips. They can Google tips. Anybody can give a review. They want connection. They want to see the person behind the brand. They want long-term support and someone who will guide them and resolve their problem with ease. 
they have to feel comfortable first. In terms of marketing, there are so many ways to market yourself. No one or two ways are best, but I'm not going to go into this. I just want you to know that you do not need to be on all social media platforms to make sales. And you can simply choose one or two and create a strategy that works for you. Secondly, you do not need to post daily to attract clients. What you need to market your business is a proper mindset, a marketing strategy. And this is where your creativity comes in. It doesn't have to be complex. It can be simply showing up three posts a week on Instagram, one newsletter, one weekly live. It doesn't have to be complicated. This is the beginning of your new side hustle. And if you already have one, use this episode to assess where you are. I just want to recap the steps. Number one, identify your skill sets. Number two, assess your capabilities. Number three, package it up. That means getting clear on who you are, who you want to work with and what you will sell. And number four, marketing your business. You can make consistent income from your business. You just need to know how you need a structure and you need to start today. Don't delay. If you enjoyed today's episode, leave a review on iTunes or Google Podcasts. Share with a friend. You can also DM me directly on Instagram at Livelihood Matters Podcast. I'd be happy to talk to you and to see where you are. Like I said earlier, you can also book a breakthrough strategy session to get an audit of your business and see where you are and what help you need per se. I will put the link in the show notes and you can click the link to book a call directly. But guys, guys, let me tell you, I am so happy and grateful that I get to share this with you. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and remember you are in charge of your progress. You can create another stream of income today. Just start guys.